Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast and Believe Podcast. Now we're the Bay Area's number one sports podcast. Now we're the only place to show up for a team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in Perfect Directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And you can find me personally at Reichel Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we talk about the Golden State Warriors and some of their games coming up over the next couple of days from a betting perspective. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Football might be over, but the NBA and college basketball are still in full swing, along with some hockey, and the only place you should be betting on those sports is betonline.ag. I personally use it all the time. I know that I've been betting on basketball pretty much every single day, even during the NFL playoffs, and now with really no other sports left to talk about besides basketball and hockey, Definitely, you should look at betonline.ag. They have all the lines you could possibly want. They have first half lines, full game lines, player props, really everything you want. I use them all the time. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality shows if you want to look for some props. And for some special, unique uh, options there, if you want to spend your money on, maybe, for example, The Bachelor, if maybe your significant other is forcing you to watch it, maybe you can have some entertainment by having some money on it. But either way... A bet online that AG has tons of props with real-time odds on almost anything you could think of, and of course, 24-hour online casino. Head to the website and, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Barrett Podcast here in the Bleed Podcast Network. Now, before we end up going on break, we previewed what we we're going to be doing for this upcoming show, talking once again about Golden State and the upcoming games that they have over the next week. So, before we do all that, we're going to quickly recap what happened last week, and last week was very good for us. We ended up sweeping the board, went 4-0 in all of our games. I, saw, I thought that Golden State would beat Dallas the first time and lose in the rematch, and then I thought they would lose in the first game against San Antonio and then win in the rematch there. So 4-0, really nice week for us, and hopefully that carries over into this week. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in and talk about the first matchup that's going to be taking place tonight against the Orlando Magic, and that matchup is supposed to be the late game. Uh, it's not going to be on TV, though, for the uh, masses, as that game will be the Portland and Philadelphia game, but uh, you should still get on local channels, and either way, uh, Golden State is a pretty hefty favorite in this matchup. Golden State is laying 8, and the over-under is currently available at 223. Now, looking at Golden State and what happened over the past weekend, I think it starts and ends with Kelly Oubre. I know that we can talk about Curry now. He had a couple massive performances, but this team, realistically, if this team's going to be successful, they need Oubre to play like he has over the past week, and if that's going to happen, Golden State can maybe even, uh, I'd say, get past the first round. Uh, but in reality... Oubre is such a volatile play where he's either going to be really, really awful or he's going to have one of those games where he hits everything and pretty much the other team is screwed. But looking at what happened over the course of the last week through Oubre's numbers, uh, he is averaging 13.7 points per game and 5.6 rebounds per game. But going through the four games over the past week, he had 40 against Dallas, which was his career high. Then he followed it up by... uh, scoring 14, game after a 24, game after a 12, 
and the field goal percentages fluctuate kind of like how I was describing, as he shot 66% from the floor uh, against Dallas for 40 points. Game after, shot 31.3, ended up with 14 points. Game after, shot 56.3, ended up with 24. And then game after, shot 28.6. So he is really either awful or he has a very good game. And I don't think it's a coincidence that one of the games that Golden State won against Dallas was the game where Oubre at 40. Because if you provide Steph with any offensive support at all, I think your team's going to be pretty successful. And Oubre is definitely a guy who doesn't like confidence. Uh, he probably should have less confidence than he does, based on how he's played the season as a whole. But he's looked good lately, as he's shooting over 43% from three in his last 10 games. So hopefully that's a sign that he might turn a corner, and we'll see what happens there. Curry, of course, is the main story with Golden State, as he was going off last week. And we will go through the numbers there. Golden, uh, Golden State, despite going 2-2 two and two last week, Curry was definitely doing his thing as he ended up scoring 57 against Dallas in the Saturday game that they ended up losing. Uh, he ended up uh, going for 28 in the first game against Dallas where they won, went for 32 against San Antonio in both games. So he has scored at least 28 points in each of those four games, and he has looked like a uh, really just... I can't even describe it, because he's looked like the best point guard on the planet, but everyone already knew that already. So he is just... Definitely hasn't lost a step. I know people were... Uh, worried a little bit following the injury last year on how he would do by himself. The answer is the team is okay, but Steph is eating. That's really the only way to describe it. He's been absolutely torching teams, and if it wasn't for LeBron and the fact that Golden State's record's probably not the greatest, Curry would easily get some MVP consideration, but that remains to be seen. Either way, looking at this matchup here, Orlando, we are talking about Golden State, now this team is... Still around 500, a little bit above at 13 and 12. Time to switch gears, talk about the opposite side of the spectrum in the Orlando Magic, who have been awful over the past, uh, I don't know, month and a half, two months. You look at Orlando, this team is 9 and 16. It seemed like the wheels started to fall off when Markel Fultz was officially out for the year with a knee injury. Uh, if he, I know Fultz has kind of turned into a meme, but he was fantastic to start the year. And as Orlando's starting point guard, it looks like this team has never fully recovered. But looking at Orlando, this team has lost six of its last seven games. The team's really just been awful. Uh, main issue has been scoring. If you look at Orlando this season, offensively, they are challenged to say the least. Orlando is currently averaging 104.7 points per game. They're giving up 112 points per game. So this team defensively is not great. Not awful, but not great. And offensively, this team is easily one of the worst offensive teams in the entire league. So, Orlando has definitely an uphill battle in this game. If you want to just talk about X's and O's or just based on the roster, I don't think anyone in Orlando can guard Curry. I think that Golden State's new small ball lineup should give Orlando problems, especially since you have Vucevic, who now has to guard on the perimeter a bit more, and he's not exactly capable of doing so. I know Aaron Gordon is out. Now, Gordon wasn't having a great year. Still could definitely help on the boards with Orlando, but of course that's not going to be the case anymore. That's the main issue you have to wonder, though, with this matchup is can Golden State do enough to not get blown out on the boards? But when Orlando is 28th in offense efficiency, I simply think you're going to have some problems there for Orlando. Do I think this game will be close for a little while? Maybe. But you also have to wonder how much of the season is a lost cause for Orlando anyway. It doesn't exactly seem like Orlando is in much of a hurry to right the ship. I think the season's basically... I don't want to say a wash because the Eastern Conference is pretty underwhelming at the bottom, but Orlando definitely has been a huge disappointment after making the playoffs last year, and I think people would agree that Orlando 
is most likely going to finish the season in the basement of the Eastern Conference. But either way, looking at this matchup here, I like Golden State minus 8, and I also like the under 223. I can't take the over because Orlando offensively is a risk to get to 100 in any given game. And Golden State, even though this team was going nuts offensively in the first two games with the new small ball lineup, and that was mostly because of Dallas, Dallas has played a lot more uh, high-scoring games lately, where San Antonio and Golden State combined for 205 in each of those two matchups. So it seems like when Golden State plays up against a good defensive team, this t- this game these games tend to go a little bit under, and I think this game is going to go under as well. I think the total's a bit too high. Or if Orlando only scores about 105 in this game, then you're going to have some problems because you're going to have a 223 total and you need Golden State to score at least 118 which I think is a little bit tough to do. I think Golden State probably wins this game, I'd say, around 115 to 105. I think it's something like that, and I think Golden State should end up cruising to a win. The only question is if they'll be able to win by at least 9, and I think they'll be able to do so. So anyway, that's my thoughts on the Thursday game. Now looking at the rest of the schedule for Golden State, overall, the schedule is definitely not that difficult if you want to actually go through the actual lineup here. I play Charlotte on the road on Saturday, that game, I expect a bunch of points, especially with Lamelo Ball now as the starting point guard in on Charlotte. This team's played a lot faster lately, and I simply think that Golden State will partake with the smaller lineup and will... Enjoy, I'm sorry, not Charlotte, my bad. I, that's uh, next Saturday, actually. They're playing Brooklyn. Uh, they play Brooklyn on Saturday. That game's going to be nationally televised on ABC. My bad about that, sorry. They play Charlotte on the 20th, which we'll get into next week. But either way, play Brooklyn on Saturday. Durant will be back for that game as Durant is supposed to make his return on Friday or will be eligible to practice and everything on Friday. Brooklyn has been a huge Jekyll and Hyde team. This team has a ton of expectations, and it seems like this team is, well, how do I put this? Extremely one-dimensional. This team is fantastic offensively and one of the worst defensive teams in the history of the sport. Now, yesterday, they ended up torching Indiana only gave up 94 points, which was a very impressive showing by Brooklyn. But the question that you have to ask yourself is, can Brooklyn have any answer for Curry? And I don't think, I'm going to have to go with no. Brooklyn has struggled to cover spreads as favorites this season, and I think that trend will continue. I think Brooklyn will win the game, but if you look at how Brooklyn's played this season, a lot of their games have been very close. I think that game should come down to the wire. And I think that with Durant back in the lineup and company, I do think that you'll see a little bit of an inflated line, especially with how Brooklyn plays no defense at all. I think that game should be a high-scoring game. Uh, Total should probably be in the mid to high 230s. I would still take the over. I think both teams have a good chance to get into the 120s themselves, and I do think you'll see a lot of points. But looking at this matchup here, at the end of the day, both defenses are going to be the story. Golden State defensively has been great as it ranks 6th in the league whereas Brooklyn ranks 25th. So that's kind of a huge disparity there. If you want to talk about rebounding, Golden State will have an issue there, as Brooklyn ranks tied for 12th in rebounding, whereas Golden State ranks last in the entire league. I think that'll be an issue. The question is, does anybody on Golden State have any answer for DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre Jordan, I do agree, is well past his prime, but he's still a good pick-and-roll guy for, for dunks, and he's also a good rebounder. I think he should have a pretty big game there. But either way... Uh, for that matchup, I like the I like the Nets winning, but I do think that game will be close, and I do think you'll see a lot of points. But looking at the next game we're going to be talking about is going to be a home game on Monday against Cleveland. Now, the Cavaliers are awful. I know that earlier this season, Cleveland got off to a hot start, and people thought that maybe this team would make some noise. Uh, those people were dreaming, uh, because Sexton and um, 
Garland are a pretty solid backcourt, but they're always injured. And that was kind of the main reason why you saw this team fall apart early. But you're looking at Cleveland's numbers and how they've been playing lately. 10-16 and 16 overall. Cleveland has lost five in a row. And when I say five in a row, these games have not even been close. They've been playing some good teams. Lost the Clippers by 22. Lost the Bucks by 18. Lost the Bucks again by 25. Lost to Phoenix by 6. That game was close. And then lost to Denver by 38. So... These games have been really ugly for the most part, and I don't think Cleveland will offer much for Golden State. I think this game might be close for a little while because Drummond should have a massive stat line. But at the end of the day, I think Golden State will do enough offensively. Cleveland, I don't know if it's a matter of being disinterested or the team not being very good, but either way, this team kind of stinks, and I don't think they're going to wake up suddenly after traveling to the West Coast to play Golden State. So for me, I'll take Golden State in that one. I think that's a good game for Golden State to get right after probably losing to Brooklyn. But that remains to be seen. And then the last game we're going to be talking about for this show is going to be a home game against Miami on Wednesday. That will be on ESPN. But looking at this matchup here, Miami has been an underwhelming team this season, as Miami, of course, was the runner-ups for the title last year before losing to the Lakers eventually. But looking at the Heat this season, this team has been struggling 10-14 and 14 overall. However, it's kind of funny because of the Eastern Conference, how despite the fact that the uh the defending Eastern Conference champions are 10-14. and 14. They're only one game out of the division lead, which I find hilarious because Charlotte is in first place in the division despite having a 14-12 and 12 record. So that division in the Southeast is absolutely atrocious. Miami should win that division. But either way, Miami has started to play better when each of its last three games beat the Wizards at home by 27, beat the Knicks on the road by 6, beat the Knicks at home by 2. So the Heat, I know those games aren't against good opponents, but the Heat are showing signs of improvement, and I do think that will definitely help out. As Miami, I personally think will get the job done here. The issue I have with Golden State in this matchup, once again, is that the center spot, I just don't know who's going to be guarding Adebayo. I think Adebayo is a tremendous player. I think Adebayo, in my opinion, might be the second best center in the league behind Embiid. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I mean, Jokic, I don't know if you can even count him as a... Of course, he's a center, but he's... I'm, I can't even describe Jokic. I mean, he's just a ridiculous center, who just also plays point, I can't even describe Jokic, but we'll count him as a center for the sake of this exercise, so I'll say Adebayo is the third best center in the league, I'll backtrack on it a bit, Zambid is an MVP candidate, Jokic has been insane this year, and I think Adebayo is probably the third best center in the league, so I don't see how Golden State's going to guard him, I think he should have a big game, Butler's also back for Miami, this team, the issue with Miami is that the record was bad because a lot of players were injured, you had Hero who was out, you had Butler who was out, and now you're starting to see a lot of players get healthy again, and that's why Miami's been playing better. So for me, I like Miami here. I think Miami brings a little bit of a physicalness that I do think, or a physicality that I think that Golden State will struggle with. I think that Miami should do the small things, hustle for loose balls, do a good job of recovering on defense, and I think they'll come up with a nice game plan to guard Steph. So for that reason, I like the heat in that matchup that's going to be taking place on Wednesday. So once again, before we wrap up the show, we're going to quickly recap my thoughts on all the games that I just mentioned. So looking at Golden State's upcoming schedule, you have a matchup tonight against Orlando. I like the Warriors minus the 8 and the under in that game. They play against Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn and I like Brooklyn to win the game. And I also like the over in that one. Play Cleveland in the game after. I don't have any thoughts on the total, but I'll lean Golden State. And the last game, I like Miami and the under. I think that game will be a low-scoring game where Miami will try to slow the pace a little bit, and I do think you will see a pretty solid defensive showing by both teams. So for that reason, uh, that's going to do it for this installment of the Benavari Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Good luck to all of you and your respect the best today. Bye, everyone.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.